At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. And welcome back to the Rocket Shop. Uh, my name is Tom Proctor. It's with me right now is good friends of mine, Zeus Springsteen. Hey, Tom. How's it going? Good, man. How you doing? I'm I'm pretty good. Um, it's an interesting follow-up uh, as we previously just had the Vermont Youth Orchestra on. So. Oh yeah, hand uh, in hand. I'm 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 hoping you guys perform just as well as they do. <laughs> How did they do? That depends. I don't know. How did they do? <laughs> it's terrible. The bar's, it's, the bar's very low. <laughs> it's beautiful young people making beautiful music. What's not to like? Just like us. <laughs> just like us. <laughs> There's at least three lies in that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, you'd like to introduce yourselves because they make me just disembodied voices. Uh, I'm David. I am Chris. I'm Joshua. And uh, collectively, as I said, they are Zeus Springsteen. Uh, interesting name, guys. Uh, first question is, do you sound anything like Zeus Springsteen? Are you a intergalactic Zeus, uh, Bruce Springsteen cover band? Sorry. No, we don't sound like, we don't sound like Bruce at all. No. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. There's there's no Glockenspiel. Much yeah, no Glockenspiel. It's much closer to the the Zeus side of things. Okay. More Olympian sounding. Yeah. What was the the uh, is there a story behind the name? <laughs> Not really. Uh, there, I was I was driving uh, and I, I misheard the radio, and I laughed a lot. I I kept laughing. I just couldn't. I I think I was really amused by myself, and this this ridiculous bad hearing from years of being in a band has wrought. So I thought he said Zeus Springsteen, and I don't know why, but I thought that was really funny. So I can I can picture it now. Yeah, uh, you, I'm easily amused. Yeah, yeah. And laugh at yourself quite a lot. A lot. Experience. You have to. Yeah. In my case. Was it the first name that got shopped around, or did you guys have a few in backup, just in case? No, there was weeks of nonsense that had gotten yeah. shot down prior to this. And, and frankly, this the Zeus Springsteen thing was the first time that all three of us had broken down with the same kind of laughter. And, you know, at a certain point, that's, uh, that's what you pick. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then you finally could start practicing as a band once you're there. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, well, that's when we could stop practicing. Yeah. Yeah. All the musical we attention ended there. Like, good name, Cool, we can suck from here out. <laughs> People with bookers on my name, on the name alone. That's right. Yep, and it's and, happened. And it's worked. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get a mixed reaction on it. You know, some people think it's really cool, and then some people are like, "Why?" <laughs> but why? <laughs> but there's always some kind of a reaction. Yes. It's yeah. Really important thing. Do you ever get really mad people who who genuinely wanted a Bruce Springsteen cover band and that you guys have? No. Saturday like, night was the first time this happened to me. Oh, it did. We played a show at Charlio's. It was a benefit show for uh, there was a, a home that burned in Montpelier on the corner of uh, Loomis I, and I think South Main. I'm sorry, guys. I haven't lived there in a long time. Uh, the drummer from the band Lake Superior lived there. Uh, he's also a local shop owner. Uh, all these people poured into Charlio's for this benefit show that was to raise money for these folks and this friend of mine who I've known for years he comes up he's like I told my in-laws you guys were a Bruce Springsteen cover band that's right right yeah. <laughs> I was like oh oh no not yeah. at all and then his mother-in-law comes up and is like I'm gonna buy you a drink oh no <laughs> and uh, you know she was I don't think she liked this, but uh. it's not going to be a problem until somehow if we end up touring Jersey, someone someone will this will become a problem then. 
but yeah. maybe we just don't. Maybe we just skip Jersey. Well, he's a freehold kid. You're a freehold kid. We'll, you know, I'm, I'm safe. hope we don't get yeah, sued you, on proximity. Yeah. You're, all, you're both from Jersey. I think we're very, uh, no, we're very Jersey-like for, for Jersey. We'd be very Jersey-like to, to, to sue another guy from Jersey. <laughs> it would be incredibly Jersey. <laughs> and, and, and I would like, I wouldn't be able to argue because it's his name. <laughs> I, I, I personally want you guys to get big enough so you can start touring with Bruce Springsteen. Oh, that'd be great. Bruce Springsteen followed by Bruce Springsteen. You know, I'm just going to go and put this out there. This is the bold prediction, but it, I think if Bruce heard us, he'd join our band. Yeah. I'm just going to say well, it. Quit his own band. Of course. He'd be like he'd this quit. E Street. You guys, seriously, like we've been doing this for 40 years. This is nonsense. Look at, <laughs> look at these guys. They changed my name. <laughs> and look what they've done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's hope that Bruce listens to the Rocket Shop. Um, yeah. I'm sure he does. I'm probably. I'm going you know, to tweet we, this got, link at him. Yeah. We've got a global audience of at least 12, and I think he's one of them. Yes. So. Splendid. <laughs> we also have an audience of probably 12. Oh, we're going to combine? Combine. We're, we're up to like 19. Oh, you're right. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. You've been really right. aggressively marketing. I, I, <laughs> the, only, the only disappointment in the, in, uh, that we're not a Bruce Priestley cover band that I've experienced is I, I have a guy who just kind of follows me around. And is disappointed in everything that I do. Um, <laughs> but other son? than that, I haven't had any. It's his father. <laughs> <laughs> his father just falls. <laughs> well, on, 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 on that note, uh, I feel like we should play some music. Yeah. <laughs> that might be the best way out of this. Play yeah. some tunes our dads are disappointed in. <laughs> <laughs> so just the album then, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should have named it. In general. Um, which, which song would you like to, to go for first? Uh, we play our single, uh, Your Funeral. It's the first single off the album. Radio okay. edit. Radio edit. And uh, so we have potty mouths. Uh, and there's a video on YouTube for this if one is inclined to use such things. Okay. Uh, is there any, any story behind the Your Funeral song or should we get to that afterwards so we can, we can dissect it for the audience? Let's come back to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back to that. <laughs> All right, well, in which case, <laughs> this is Zeus Springsteen with Your Funeral. <laughs>
That was E Springsteen there with your funeral. Um, so, yeah, let's dissect, guys. Um, your funeral, uh, a chirpy name for a chirpy band. <laughs> um, <laughs> could you go into... Because I, I've read a lot about how your lyrics are very comical and clever. Um, I, I've read a few of myself, um, and they are very tongue-in-cheek. Uh, does every song follow that kind of theme? Have you got any kind of just, like, carefree ones that just are just words on a page, or is has every song got a kind of cheeky message to it? Uh... I don't know. It, it kind of goes back and forth, I think. I, you know, part of it is, you know, it's kind of a, we all write. It's like a band thing. So, you know, it, it, it's all about whose mood it is coming from, I suppose, to some degree. But, yeah, I mean, there's some straight, there's some more straightforward stuff occasionally. I, you know, I wouldn't say, Signal Loss is pretty, uh, there's not a lot of subtlety in that one, I don't think. Um, I think sometimes uh, with David's lyrics, you know, there's, uh, he's, he's a bit better at, at maybe obfuscating what he's trying to say than me, and maybe it's, it's a bit of, more of a puzzle. He's uh, on more of a lyrical quest. Mm. I, I think what it is, I don't want to get too verbal about it, but what it is is, I, I guess, for at least the parts that I write, I, I, try, I don't try to write about the thing I'm writing about. I try to write about what the thing I'm writing about might make me feel. Okay. So... If that makes any sense. <laughs> could, could, you, could you put that into context of the last song? Or did you write the last song before it started? You did. Yeah, I did. You did? Um, I think, honestly, it's just kind of like, it's just kind of a little bit of kind of classic rock and roll pettiness. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think so. and, I, and I don't mean Tom Petty. I can imagine Tom Petty was quite petty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just because he, he, why not? Why not at that point? If you got the name, it yeah. took him a really long time to sue. So I That's don't know true. about that. If he didn't sue the Chili Peppers for that crap, you know, I guess he wasn't petty. Because yeah, uh, you're gonna have to give me context on. Oh, there's a Chili Pepper song called "Danny California." They have a song about California. I don't know if you knew this. <laughs> the Chili Peppers. The Chili Peppers <laughs> do. Yeah, yeah. Just it's, it's literally <laughs> about the state of California. Um, he rhymes it with Habadaba. <laughs> And uh, see, we could talk crap about the Chili Peppers. This is great. I was yeah. trying to remind myself not to talk any crap about bands I might know, and I'm like, oh, I can, I can rip on the Peppers. Flea is terrible. Yeah. Hey, I saw him in Baby Driver the other night, and I thought he was quite. Oh good. no, he's a great actor. He's uh, actually. Oh, he was really good in Baby Driver. I'm just a liar, and I'm looking he's for the getaway. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to be on record that I think Flea is a great bass player. <laughs> <laughs> hey, call I me Flea. Myself, Flea. Um, but yeah, so there's a Chili Pepper song that rips off uh, Mary Jane's Last Dance by Tom Petty, and he chose not to sue. Nor did he sue the Strokes for ripping off American Girl. So, which Strokes song was the American? American uh, Girl? Last night. Yep. It's American Girl. No. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that now. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's oh, it's, it's, it's blatant. It's bad. Uh, when you look, but it's up, cool. It's you know, that's why Tom Petty was not petty. <laughs> so, so full circle. <laughs> Thank you for bringing it back onto track. Yeah. Um, <laughs> any any songs in your album that are the ripoffs of anything else? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, all of it essentially is uh, we've tried to make the wall part two, so everything is based off the wall, one key down. Which, you know, is actually just the final cut. So yeah. it's, it's really actually the wall part three. I think, I think we did okay. I think we did okay. I, I haven't sat back and listened to the record and been like, this is too that. Which, to be fair, I've actually done with records I've made before. Um, David and I used to be in a band called Lobot, and I remember about two years later, listening to some things on the Lobot record and being like, I could tell what I was listening to. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I don't feel like that when I listen to this stuff. Maybe it's because it's through, you know, it's, it's going through three different lenses, which is helping. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just kind of think the older you get, the better, the trickier you get at stealing. Mm. Well, maybe because you're stealing it with a combination of various, you're stealing from various different sources. Like, whereas I feel uh, maybe when you're younger, uh, you, I mean, I certainly come obsessed with a band for a while, and I can imagine if I was a musician, I'd probably write to like that band for that while. Yeah. Whereas I think maybe when you're older, you, you're taking things from I mean, more the, diffuse lens. The theft through a lens isn't direct theft, right? You know. Uh, well, all, all like, artists <laughs> theft. It's getting hot in here. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, so, you, this is your first album. Yes. Uh, self-titled? It is. So Zoo Springsteen, by Zoo Springsteen. If that's Very your thing. Very of you guys. If names uh, are your thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, take me through the process of, of getting this album together. How long have you guys been together as a band for uh, when you decide to make an album? Is this your first venture uh, at creating material, physical material? Well, we're, material. At, uh, we're at just shy two years, right? Yeah, since right. we got together. Yeah. yeah, David came back from Portland. Um, he went out there for a while to, to do his studio and he came back and um, we we immediately started playing together we all knew each other and stuff so and like I said Dave and I have been in bands for a while and Josh and I play another band called Dino Bravo and so, I'm, I'm kind of the odd man out I mean apart from my Dino Bravo connection with Chris like historically I play like power metal and black metal and like a lot of he used to wear a lot of leather stuff. like I'm I'm, I'm definitely... Well, there's uh, a fantastic picture of you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess it's on your Facebook. Uh, it's like big fisheye lens. You're wearing like black leather Yeah, man. Pants. Top hat. <laughs> yep. did, did Jim take it by any chance? He's got a real thing for fisheye lenses. No, <laughs> no. Uh, no. This was actually taken by Tony Sadler back to the Bruce Springsteen connection, who is Bruce Springsteen's personal photographer and also was a Damn very it. good friend of well, you've uh, my previous heavy metal band. <laughs> Look at uh, that name dropping. Yeah, right? see that? See that? <laughs> boom, boom. Uh, hey, uh, at Tony uh, Sadler on Twitter, you'll love him. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I remember when Chris first told me, oh, I got this, I know, I have this bass player that I play with, and he's really awesome, and we should, we should play with him. And that's I said like that. the first thing I ever saw of him was this picture, and it's just, it's so metal. <laughs> really? Well, okay, all right. Yeah, so we kind of got, we got, we got together, and um, it was, we've all been in lots of bands, so you can tell the difference of when you get together and you're going to jam for a while, and it's fun. We got together, and it was like, crap, there's five songs. <laughs> yeah. And it was, like, immediate. There, um, there was not a lot of, there's not a lot of work that we have to do to get each other on the same page mm. that yeah. part of it just kind of comes for whatever reason pretty pretty easily with the three of us yeah um so yeah we we started playing and we booked a few shows here and there and then we just uh immediately uh, went out to Dave, david's building a studio uh up in the islands and we went up to but with the studio's not done we kind of no. made a mobile studio in his living room <laughs> he's chris is being really really polite right now so david is in the process of building a real honest to god like you're gonna pay money to go their recording studio uh-huh. and he and i collectively browbeat him for about three months we're like dude we know you've got a storage unit full of stuff and a living room you're not using uh and so we set up a tunnel of studio foam and a bunch of gear and to extent ostensibly uh, we were going to make a, a single and a b-side yeah um but you know things happen so it turned into a record um and 
Everyone who's ever played music has gone to that jam session where you're like, we're going to play two songs, and five hours later you're like, wow, we're real good. Uh, it was a similar thing. We, we went in for a B-side and a single and came out with seven tracks, and yeah. you got them. So yeah. I, I've heard a few artists talk about how writing and recording and producing the first album is like having a baby, but from the sounds of it, it sounds like you turned up to... 7-Eleven one, <laughs> one day and pooped <laughs> into the toilet accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> we had a dumpster yeah, yeah. baby by 7-Eleven. We may have some children betwixt us. Yeah, why, why do you got to dirty it up, Tom? <laughs> uh, well, you know, it, this wasn't... It, it's, a, it's the first record for Sue Springsteen, but we've all, collectively, we've made tons of records. Um, yeah. It's like, a, it's, it, the process is actually, we're at the point now, I, I, I'm kind of speaking for us here, sorry guys, but I do think we're at the part now where it's, it's almost more enjoyable to be doing that than going out and playing because um, the first few times you make records it is it's really difficult and it yeah you know the baby met- metaphor and all that that's because you you don't really know what you're doing and you're scared you're really scared that you're you're messing everything up especially if you're if you're in like a studio that you've paid for and yeah. you don't that's, know you don't that's know the where the big there, difference you don't comes know the in here and they're whatever. staring at you like you don't know how to set your amp up and yeah, you're like oh my yeah. god I'm paying a thousand dollars for this guy to, to judge <laughs> me about my amp placement um, I say woman for that week yeah but we got it down now you know as far as the, the way we do it you know like we we don't mess around that the, none of us are teenagers so you know there's not a lot of uh, studio business happening in that sense like we, we go in and we do our work and I think it um, I think it showed this time around I you know there was a lot less fixing problems you can tell it's like everything, you know, when you get to the post. Dave doesn't agree, but... <laughs> they, they didn't mix it or match it. That's true. <laughs> well, I, compared to the last record, uh, yeah. we weren't... We weren't. No, the only reason yeah. I say that is because I, I dug out equipment that's like... I was working on a digital audio workstation that's 20 years old. So I, I, was, just, I was kind of fighting a lot I, of... Like goals. I said, we browbeat him into taking <laughs> stuff out of storage. He's in the middle of building a new studio. We knew full well he didn't have his new modern rig. And I'm like, whatever, you have a computer in there. Let's do this. <laughs> 90% of this band is we browbeat David into dot, dot, dot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's like... That's uh, <laughs> it's, it's running on Windows XP. Running <laughs> R- is a very kidding. relative term. Kidding, <laughs> <laughs> well, it hasn't seemed to a blue screen of death yet. So. Oh, it did no, several it times. Oh, Definitely we we got several 3 a.m. emails that were like the album is screwed. <laughs> <laughs> well, and again on that note, uh, yeah. let's listen to another track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what's it gonna be, boys? Uh, is we doing we doing rental? rental. Yeah, rental. Yes. rental. Rental. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Zeus brings team with rental.
I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually lying. But <laughs> that's like Scotty amounts of this. That was East Bridge Street with Rental, and uh, that was Josh saying that he can drink enough whiskey to look like Steve Bannon. Yes. Which is a lie. Uh, is it, though? Who can tell what's it, truth anymore? If you, yeah. if you start now, you might be good in 30 to 40 years' time. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. doesn't necessarily mean in one uh, sitting. Yeah. You'd have to do a lot of rewinding here. If you did it in one sitting, you'd be dead before you looked like him. They have those uh, B. Steve Bannon kits, which is just like a lot of whiskey, and you just keep drinking it. <laughs> it's just, just whiskey in cargo shorts. Yeah. <laughs> and crippling paranoia. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm in control of a major news network. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, worked out so well for him. Um, <laughs> we're now on a list. Thank yeah. you. Chris. Thank <laughs> you very much. We, we were, were on that list. list. That's true. We're he is one list. of our listeners, actually. Is he, is he, is he, Steve he, he emails me all the time. Is he propping up Big Heavy World? Is this the truth? <laughs> so it's not. Bannon! This is, this is a Mercer backed business. I, I knew, knew it. If you knew that. That's uh, a lot. Um, so, rental there by Zeus Springsteen. Um, what, what, if any, are there any major themes run through the album? Was there anything that was unparticularly in your mind when you were writing the, the songs? Or was it just generally, uh, you know, what, what was coming up in modern pop culture? I will admit that I don't pay much attention to what's going on in modern pop culture. All right, so we'll in, scratch in out of list. So my, <laughs> my, my throw out there is that... Uh, I don't. I don't feel like it's actually necessarily referencing much of what's happening in modern pop culture because it was a lot of uh, a lot of internal. It was us trying to write songs together for the first time. Um, you guys had a bit more experience together than than I did with the two of you, but uh, I, I think the next one m- might be a bit more socially relevant because we don't necessarily have to. Uh, yeah, you know, get around doing it together for the first time, as it were. Oh, um, I, I didn't mean as far as social issues go. I meant as, as far as actual like pop culture went, goes, like mm. like what like what other bands are doing or that. that that's what I meant. Oh, I I yeah, no, I don't pay any attention to that really either. I listen to only music made yeah. before 1980. So <laughs> I, I didn't mean to suggest I don't care about politics. Yeah. That's not what I was saying. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, if the, I, I don't think there's this one probably escaped a, a, a theme because it was it wasn't supposed to be a record. Right. It was. It, it was these weren't like songs we wanted to put together. In fact, there's a song on here uh, that we have a very <laughs> ill-conceived and like not barely, not even really finished concept thing we've been working on that probably will never happen. But one of the songs from it ended up on this, and then we were like, "Well, God, it exists now." <laughs> but, so that, the, there's not a lot of theme. There's a well, couple I, things. Wait, well, you're gonna have to, no, no. You have to scooch back there and sure. tell me what this concept is. Oh, I can't, we won't get too into it because it hasn't well, been written. Well, now you've opened that can of worms, haven't That's all I, <laughs> I thought he just wanted the name of the song, which I'm not giving him, but if you want to... Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it just... Uh, 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 many, many years ago, I don't know, David and I did a record um, called Beta um, under his name. And uh, there's a song on there called uh, <laughs> I'll Find You, Din Dun Fontaine. Yeah. And uh, it started this whole story of... Uh, it, 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 this would be a long, a long thing to get into it, but it's, it's basically just this ridiculous story we started coming up with, and it's 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 like a tool to write stuff. Usually, mm. when you do that, it's just a thing to get you going because like you don't want to write about the girl that dumped you again. Mm-hmm. You don't want to write about how much you hate the president. You know, like you've you've done all these things. So hey, look, here's a story, and you try to write to that, and you usually don't really arrive at it, but you get something cool, and that's c- kind of what happened on this record. Is like there's no theme, but they all sort of we stuck them together. Okay, 
So it's more of the idea of this concept that kind of managed to make itself into the finished product of the song, at least. Yeah, it kind of wormed its way in. And, you know, there's a couple, ton- you know, tonal similarities in there. You know, we all, we, we're all friends on top of bandmates, so our lives are intertwined mm-hmm. to some degree. So, like, when one of us is going through something, the others know about it. Yeah. And um, also, the, the songs on this album are pretty spaced out in terms of when they were written. Like, some are yeah. five, six years old. Yeah, or more. Some are like some are months. New. Yeah, yeah, a few months exactly. Yeah, because I because I was away for a while, so while I was gone, I was still writing, and Chris was still writing. So when we came back together and we got this new band going, it was like, oh, we have some of these older things that we never got to do anything with because we weren't in a band together. Yeah. So for me, as again, kind of the odd man out, it was it was interesting because, you know, they brought me a, a few songs that. Uh, we started playing when we first got together uh, it, when they pitched me the whole idea of this uh, rock opera <laughs> which is the wrong term but uh, yeah. you know when when there was a cohesive storyline behind some of these songs I really latched on big time mm-hmm. uh, so they, they, they sold you the lie basically uh, <laughs> we yeah. gave them the trailer. Well, I mean, they I mean, they'd, they'd, the they, they'd really, sold so. me on a partial lie before, and I was like, "Well, I'll stick around for the full lie." Yeah. And they <laughs> delivered in spades. What do you want? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, this, this whole this whole band has very shaky foundations. Yes, it? yes, <laughs> yes, it does. That's but, true. Built on an incomplete studio, <laughs> yeah. raised on lies, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. producing. Not a Bruce Springsteen cover band. I know. It's, uh, yeah. You pulled the wall over everyone's I do own a glockenspiel. Oh, well, that's... Which is key for Bruce Springsteen cover. We should bring that up in the eventual court case. Um, Yes, exactly. I've actually already submitted evidence. (laughs) (laughs) A picture of said glockenspiel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, the the album came out um, in the end of December. Just in time Uh, for the... Technically January 1st. January first. Yeah. I was going to say, just on top of the Christmas. We, we rush, gave it. We gave it to a couple of our our friends and homies early, and then we we had an album release at the Monkey on the thirtieth. So if you went there, you could get it early, you know. Mm. Uh, but te- you know, we made it available for everybody on the first. That's you know. So put it in your best of eighteen lists. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you say that, and it is actually. I've read two reviews on this already, and one of them is, is in the best of their eighteen list yeah. already, which is the the author admits might be jumping the gun a tad. Yeah. But still, uh, quite an accolade, yeah. especially yeah. early yeah. January. Good review. And uh, a very positive review uh, for it was. Uh, we got one from the deli today. That the one deli, was from County one. Tracks. This yeah. one was from the deli. Uh, uh, both cool. of them very positive so far. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you guys must be pretty proud of that. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not till later that we get too too proud for criticism. You have to, like, be successful to be like, oh, we don't care. <laughs> like, right now, it's like, yes, please. Yes, yes, please give us praise. <laughs> please tell us we're doing give something okay. Give me an A+. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> Grade me. Um, is, um, have you got any plans to, to do anything with the album, though, in terms of, like, touring? Um, is it going to be pressed into a nice little vinyl? Yeah, any, anything, anything further on than what you've already created? We have dreams of vinyl. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're hoping at some point we'll be able to do vinyl. If not for this one, then for the next one. Everybody buy our stuff on Bandcamp, and then we can make a vinyl. Right, yeah. That's, slash that's, pay off my... my, my we're very fortunate to have uh, friends in the local music scene who, who own a vinyl production place, and, and like we have the ability to have it made to vinyl. However, we have... No money, because uh, we're a young band and we're our our coffers are filled only through gig playing, which anyone who's ever tried to book in Burlington knows doesn't do a lot. Uh, 
and as far for touring, we're all kind of old enough that we that we don't want to do it in 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 a, in a junky van sleeping on floors and yeah. that kind of thing. So if we we have riders and no one cares about them, we send them out. We're like, hey, can you book us. We have these needs, and they're like, who are you? <laughs> we all have needs, Chris. Yeah, I know, right? I've got, they're all emotional needs. Our whole rider is just I emotional mean, needs as, about as, needing to be held. As an old metal guy, my rider is like, I need a yoga mat and uh, you know a bowl of weed. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're kind of doing instead of all instead of that stuff because everything's changed in, in, since I've been I've been in bands since about '99, and, and everything's changed. It's a completely different thing. Uh, I don't think anyone's saying otherwise. If they are, they're full of it. But um, it's it's much different. So I, look, I mean, touring is still super super important. Not so much for us, you know. Uh, hey, if it ever happens, cool. But um, really, the name of the game now is is just kind of co- producing content and getting it out there. So what we've been trying to do is, you know, again, we've been hit get it out to all the blogs you can get it out to radio stations because radio still matters. People don't think it does, but it does. Um, and, and locally, we've just kind of done what amounts to a local press tour uh, in a weird way. We, we went on WBKFM, going on here. We're doing RUV in a couple weeks. Um, you know, we booked a few shows at all the key local clubs. Yeah, yeah. but you, get, you have to be very careful in this area. You have to be very careful. Because fine line between not enough and too much. Yeah. Oversaturation is a huge thing. People will get sick of you super quick. I've, I, I'm not going to name any names, but I, there's, there's definitely been bands over the years that made that mistake. And you could see you could see people in Burlington change their opinion on them. Like, oh, yeah, it's Thursday. You're going to go see blah again? And, you know, you're like three months, three months ago, you guys were paying 40 bucks to see them like they were a touring band. But, you know, that's what happens if you take a small group, which is our scene, and play too much. Mm. So you can't play too much. I hear you. Um, uh, on a different note, uh, I, I, you made a big purchase of the band recently in terms of playing live, correct? Was that... Oh, no, you tried the, light, the lighting stuff? The lighting stuff, No, yeah. no, that's, that's how, that's, uh, Josh is building some of that, and then some things are going to get bought for it. That is, that is a... I wouldn't call that a dream. I think that's that's probably going to happen a lot. No, that, that that's very easily. Achieved. Not the death ray. I, uh, he did build a death so, ray. <laughs> so for for the I, record, I I, uh, I mm. until very recently Sorry. owned a company wherein I manufactured uh, electronics for model trains. Um, turns out there's a lot of really amazing crossover with building crazy lighting rig for bands. So we have some some ideas for neat uh, fiber optic rig that might blow smoke and might turn on a few different colors. Yeah, yeah, but, we've got uh, we've got some we've got some see, plans. That's how you make people not get sick of you, right? Like, light shows, light shows, <laughs> lots of mirrors sick of and lasers. Shows. Yeah, right. It does go a long way, you know. You you see some of the bands that go around today. Everything's DIY. Everything's DIY. Even if you're on a label, they don't pay for you to tour, really. Uh, with you know, obviously not like big bands, but uh, like they get paid, but. Uh, 90% of the acts you see these days, their tour is their deal. And uh, that's, that's part of it. You know, you have to, you got to think of these things yourself more than maybe you, you once did. And uh, if, you have, if you have the people in your band that can build a giant colorful triangle to stand inside of <laughs> to shoot fog at the drummer so he can cough. No, I don't, let's stop it. My let's initial stop it. idea was three pyramid-shaped phylacteries. Got shut down quickly. Phylacteries. I thought. Did you guys beep him on that? Say it again. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're making it words. Um, <laughs> look uh, it up. I'm not. <laughs> Don't look it up. I refuse to. I always thought it'd be cool uh, to have pup, to have like puppeteers doing stuff on stage when we're playing. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm starting to think very much. This is Spinal Tap. We could be getting to that. We're heading that way. I also yeah. own yeah. several Muppets. Yeah. Yeah. I also have a vegetable in my pants. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> That's just an all Not unless thing. it's wrapped in foil. It, uh, yeah. it's a bad related thing. I just keep a tomato in my sock. <laughs> That's a fruit. Oh. Let's oh, not get into that debate again, guys. Come on. <laughs> um, have you got any gigs coming up that uh, any listeners can go? And the next thing around, I don't. I don't know what the. <laughs> I don't know what the policy is on, on the, hey, we're on the radio again, like cool. pimping another radio show on the oh, radio. That's, that's fun. Uh, we're on WRUV Exposure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be doing an hour and a half set uh, January 31st, uh, which is a Wednesday. And I think we go, it's, it's live at 6 o'clock, I think, I think is when Exposure starts. Let's go 6 to 8. Uh, and we'll be trying to think of completely different bullcrap to say <laughs> in between playing. That well, one we're going to be gonna playing. I'm going to learn to say all the same things <laughs> just in a different language. Oh, that's a good call. Um, just in a different order. Yeah. Just all the words in, in scrambled. Well, that sort of works out the same way in the long term, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, say it all backwards. Yeah. Um, wonderful. And if people would like to purchase Zoo Springsteen by Zoo Springsteen, where do they go? Uh, go to zoospringsteenbandcamp.com. Zoospringsteen.bandcamp.com. Or is it bandcamp.zoospringsteen? I don't even know. It's, no, it's zoospringsteen.bandcamp. Here's the good news. Bandcamp has a search page. So if you go to bandcamp.com and then click on the hourglass or uh, magnifying glass thing for search uh, and type in zoospringsteen, we're the only thing that comes up. Thanks, Bill Gates. Yeah, or or just welcome. go to Google and type in zoospringsteen, because I'm pretty sure it'll also That also will probably take you there. It's, yeah, yeah, it's us. I've, uh, it's, it's us, and then there's some random ass... Oh, excuse me. <laughs> You didn't censor yourself. I didn't censor. I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> there's a uh, random fellow. Uh, there's, there's like some weird video of like two girls making a video about being Zeus Springsteen or something. From well, like no, there, there, there was a there was a aspiring rapper who was using the same name. Who, oh, man, we should get him. What I've been told, the last video that he posted on his YouTube channel is him being very upset with us. Really? Because because we oh, we have beef. Like if you search anything, it's our <laughs> name. Yeah, that I, is I'm awesome. Not getting, I, we talked about this. No, I don't remember this conversation. If my brother-in-law was a guy who was like, "Have you seen this?" This is like <laughs> most times you you talk and play your bass at the same time, and we're like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, well, you know, gotta. It's like when Charlie Brown. Yeah. Do so we have beef. We have talk. beef now. This is great. I don't think yes. so. I think he Come got out. I think it, he killed his own beef. Oh. We're gonna try start something. Anywho. Uh, I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming in. Uh, I'll play Thanks, a song uh, to lead us out, which will be uh, Full Moon Flowers. Full Moon Flowers. Um, before I jet, uh, I have got to plug Barika, who are playing Saturday, January 20th at 7.30. They're a six-piece, funky, dubbed-out, psychedelic, West African-flavored band from Burlington, Vermont. Good band. Uh, and they are playing, thank you, Bob, uh, the Spruce Peak Arts and that's 122 Hourglass Drive at Stovermont. Beautiful venue. A beautiful venue. So beautiful band, beautiful venue. Go see them. Um, and thank you once again, Chris, David, and Josh for coming in. And thank you, Tom. No worries. Thank you yeah, very much. To play us out, we've got Zoo Springsteen, Full Moon Flowers. Looking 
If you would tell the truth Rode my ride round the city square Met you in the summer there You were riding from coast to coast Living up a lover's ghost Held hands till the sun would set And read as red in the west Sure, words gotten round town.